Emmanuel. Emmanuel. What? Emmanuel. Emmanuel kiss and cuddle? Amanda Hogan kiss? <laughs> Hello and welcome. I'm Steve. And I'm Al. And I'm Brett. Brett. And you've taken too long, and now I can't remember how to pronounce it. Uh, the podcast for the annual um, Amanuensis. Yeah, hey, Amanuensis. Get it. yeah. Uh, and this is yeah, Fools with Tools. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, how is everyone? Brett. Oh, golly. Uh, I am good, Steve. Thank you for asking. Good. Do any of the listeners have any comments about the... Uh, quality of the audio in last week's episode was it enjoyable was it different could you tell please press one know. in the comments if below you agree <laughs> and smash the like button <laughs> subscribe <laughs> right so over the last week i have been working on the first of the big projects for john i have some four foot i have to make a set of four foot tall tentacles for a restaurant that is being done or built on his uh, boatyard. That's a big boatyard out there. They're converting one of the buildings over to a restaurant. So I have to make these two gigantic tentacles. And it's proving uh, quite a bit of work just because of scale. And uh, the other day I, I spent the majority of the day cutting down large pieces of pipe and then helping uh, my my friend helped me forge a 40-pound piece of steel into like the end of one of the tentacles. And that took quite a bit of work just to move the, the steel around because it just started out as a block. I was, was going to say, yeah, how how's your like arm and shoulder feeling I'm today? I'm still recovering from that. That was three days ago or something like that? <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know, I, I recovered the first day afterwards and then felt a little bit better uh yesterday question mark and then um immediately took a gigantic section that i had welded up and tried to kind of forge down the welds and stuff and hide them a bit and texturize a bit so i uh threw on the coal forge and was trying to do all that work over the horn of the anvil and it just completely wrecked me again because it was another 30 pound piece of steel so it's going to be quite a task but we're making Steady progress, and and I'm trying to get that thing kind of blasted yeah. out. So that's the focus right now. Um, honestly, beyond that, it's it's just been like the generic housework. I did wait. Hold on, I built a Gary house. <laughs> I built a Gary house. You did. Hey. Yeah. So I was working on the other the Gary st- oven. <laughs> yes, it looked like my pizza oven. Um, <clears throat> much easier to do this time around because I actually did it with a form like you're supposed to. And uh, luckily, the poop house has two of those dogloo, igloo-style houses. So just use that as a form. And yeah, like did the did the normal work and and like the pay the bills work and stuff during the day. And then in the evenings, as it would cool off, I would just go out and work uh, for a couple hours in the Gary house. And as of today, it's been like a week or so, but as of today, they're just climbing all over it now. So they were really skittish the first nice. day, and now they're just running around all over it. So success there, and also just doing a fun project, which not that I do not enjoy the stuff I'm getting to work on right now, but that was legitimately for nobody else other than myself, and just to watch Gary's run around on a fake <laughs> goblin skull. So felt pretty good about that and uh, i'm editing that video right now so i'm gonna have that up by the weekend more than likely it's an actual video as well yeah i filmed it why not (laughs) nice i i genuinely thought you just done it for a bit of fun i didn't even think about the fact that you know what we do videos i do want to do that more often and just not film things but that one was a little bit too much fun uh, yeah not to just kind of share plus this everything kind of worked out i think i i talked about a project I can't even remember what it was like six months ago, but I went, hey, everything I did just worked and I didn't have to backstep very much. Uh, I think the only thing I would have done different this time around is just used a different process for creating the mold itself or not the mold, but the the structure itself. I don't know. The whole thing weighs like 100 pounds, <laughs> so it's never going to break, but also it was a bit of a task just to lug it around after I let the thing set up and dry because it's all mortar and stucco and sand and all kinds of nonsense. So 
It's very yeah. heavy, but it works real well. Nice. That's it for me. Yeah. I like that. And I'm quite looking forward to seeing a, a silly, fun video. That should be good fun. Um, <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how I want to do like any kind of intro or setup for it. Because part of me just yeah. wants to go... I'm building a Gary house like that three seconds on yeah. camera. Just I'm building a Gary house and then just do it. Yeah. Cause I don't want to do it. All you should story. do is literally like, e- even if you have like a, a fake Gary in your hand, just be like, this is a Gary. I'm building a Gary house. I just leave it at that. And, uh, offer no further right. explanation because Steve, you don't, you don't need to. <laughs> Steve might've sorted that out. Perfect. All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say Brett, you're Brett. Uh, Al, what about you? What have you been up to? And I'm Brett. Um, <laughs> so, as is tradition in the UK around this time of year, um, we start to celebrate weird and wonderful uh, medieval and pagan traditions for some reason, yes. and celebrate them as bank holidays. I don't know why. Yeah, I'm sure. It, down in the Somerset, they're doing some strange things. Um, we we had some Morris dancers in the uh, at Scouts this week. Um, I don't know if that translates to other parts of the world. The Morris Cantanzer sure. in Germany. I don't know. <laughs> that's a similar thing. Um, I can imagine Rasmus kind of Morris dancing. Yeah, strapping bells to his knees. Um, <laughs> but I know what's in your head, Steve. You're thinking the kind of everyone looks a bit like a sex offender. They're all old men in white and like ribbons. It I wasn't like this. So this was border Morris dancing, which is like a kind of Welsh border Morris dancing. And it's a little bit more kind of like... Rural? Rural is a very good word. Uh, <laughs> like so, cross between the Babadook and... Um, oh, God, what's he called? Um... Uh, <laughs> Howling Jimmy Jefferson, the guy from um, the Mighty Boosh. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Basically, cross a Mighty Boosh character with a tramp, and you've got uh, Border Morris dancing. So Sounds we amazing. had them. We had them in the Scouts, and they were just teaching them about Morris dancing. It was really good. Um, yeah. And basically, they just got to like smash each other with massive sticks. And it's like, do we get to fight? It's like, yeah, you get to fight. <laughs> as long as you only hit each other's sticks, you can fight all night. Um, so yeah. I loved it. Um, and then tomorrow is, um, actually, it's come around super fast, but it's the uh, MOT is due on the Vitara. Uh, so Ooh. up until now, I've been basically frantically trying to get everything in some sort of passable shape. Because um, yeah. it's mm-hmm. kind of scraped through last time. Well, it failed last time, and then I fixed yeah. a bunch of stuff and it went through. But there was still a load of advisories on the on the test, um, so, which obviously you did straight so away. I mean, I didn't wait 364 days to do it, and then <laughs> do it. Um, I'm definitely not just scrubbing the oil off my hands as we speak. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I've been hopefully just getting getting the car ready. Uh, so when this episode comes out, it will either have scraped through or failed <laughs> and I will now be carless. Um but it I Fingers mean crossed. it's the the sort of the Carlos gin- Carlos Car- Carlos Carlos spicy wiener. Um <laughs> it would be the the sort of usual meze of rotten yeah. sills, uh rotten brake and fuel lines and front near side wheel bearings, which seems to be I mean, the Achilles tendon of all Vitara. Yeah. Like stuff like that though, like the the seals and belts and pipes and shit, that's all fairly easily replaceable. It's when you get something like a um emissions. Oh yeah. Um, but failure. I, I, th- I think I think these guys do the um the the sheet of paper emissions test where you hold a sheet of paper ah, nice. near the exhaust yeah. and yeah. depending on how black it goes, you pass yeah. or you fail. And it's like, well, <laughs> just, just hold it a little bit further back. Yeah. <laughs> And maybe nice at some sort of angle, so yeah, <laughs> the incidental fume particles don't stay in the paper as much. I don't know. Here's some donuts. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, just make sure you take a twenty-four pack of beer with you. I, I seem to have found uh, fifty dollars attached to this piece of yeah, paper. It's strange. There's always there's always fifty dollars yeah. in this glove box. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that sounds ace, man. Um, well, I'd say it sounds ace. It sounds ace if it passes. If it doesn't pass, then... What's it coming to go? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Is it, so is that is that it? Is That's, that your your week done? On, but I'm not <laughs> sure you can. So I'm not going to drag it out. Oh, so I'm not gonna steve, steve it, it up. Uncalled steve for. it up. Steve it up. Uh, I. What have I been doing? I have. Uh, Again, like I, I think I said about it last week, like work-wise, we are just on mass production mode at the moment because we've got this big cutlery order and it's just boring, boring, repetitive, boring. Um, but on Friday, I finished early and I went up to see my friend Tom in London and uh, had fun up there. Like it was, it was just really nice catching up with him. Um, and then... On Saturday, I went to Forbidden Planet, which was super cool. That's where I got my cool new wallet from. Uh, and uh, I also went to the cinema and saw everything everywhere all at once. And, <gasps> oh, it's very good. It's so good. Hooray. It's so good. Um, yeah, I might have to go back and, and rewatch it. It was, it was very good. And then Sunday, uh, I came back like late Saturday night. Um, and then... Sunday, I did. did you no, go on, Steve. In? I just I, I did something that was cool. I did it as I, I steved something, okay. and I totally forgot about it. <laughs> Fuck off! It's not a fucking <laughs> verb. Um, uh, yeah, Sunday I did uh some gardening, uh, which is good because I I really should have like if I it's one of those if I'd done it last year then it I wouldn't have needed to do quite as much this year, but I just kind of left it last year, so I didn't. Um, and uh, I also watched all of um love death and robots which if you haven't seen any of them yet how grim is the fucking pirate ship one right yeah have you seen the one with the the deaf guy no i've only watched the first two i see i still haven't watched this yet i haven't started whatever any of them no you've seen the first two seasons right no i haven't seen anything Go, go, st- right, let's just stop recording. You can go watch them now. What's it on? Me too. Uh, Netflix. I don't have a Netflix. Okay. No, no one has okay. a Netflix account. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you just need a friend that's got one, that's all. Uh, but yeah, I, I swear that they put them out in different orders for different people because for me, the pirate ship was the last oh, one. Oh, they do. Yeah, because they did last series. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yes. So everything ever, uh, no. Love Death and Robots. If you haven't seen them, go and watch them all. And then start a... We, we should talk about them in the group because they're fucking... It's so good. Um, and the other thing that I did is I was talking to... Over the weekend, I was talking to people about um, photography again and uh, some car shows and things that I I missed I missed going to. I, I used to love going to car shows a lot. And um, I used to really enjoy taking photos. And I stopped because I... <laughs> there's a long story about why I stopped doing this. It's very boring. Um, but basically, I'm at the point now, I'm like, actually, I want to start doing it all again. And I really miss taking photos. Um, and I want to get back into it. Um, and I've looked back at some of the old photos that I'd taken years ago. Um, re- re-edited a couple. Um, and I set one of them, like one of them was my home screen for years on my phone. And uh, and I've set it to my lock screen again because I was like, I really like that photo. I'm going to have it as my lock screen photo. Uh, and it just meant that all day long, every time I look at my phone, I see that picture and it's just making me want to do it even more. Um, so yeah, I'm going to see if I can find a way of maybe even like going on Redbubble or something like that and setting up a store there so that I can, you know, even if it's like 50p per item that sells, like it you know, that adds up and it's just a bit of passive income for that might help fund more photography stuff. Um, Cause I really miss taking photos. Like even if it just pays for the Lightroom subscription every month, sort of mm-hmm. thing, like it's, that's worth it. Um, yeah. You'll feel a bit responsible too. If you have like a place to put those things. Exactly. It will yeah. keep you motivated to feed that. hundred um, percent. Which is, yeah, it's a really good point. Um, and yeah, like I th- it's one of those where I kind of, I was I was watching some um, some stuff about it earlier on, and I was thinking like, yeah, but the trouble is, is you know, it's going to take it's going to take at least a year before like it's got any kind of traction to it, and a year feels so long away and so far away. But also like, what? Yeah, see, 
skip that one, would it? Uh, but what else can you do in a year? And like a year is actually, it is a really long time, but it comes around sooner than you know. Um, as Alice demonstrated with the the uh, MOT. Um, so yeah, Al, do you want to go? Because you put your hand up and I lost track of where yeah, I was going. Yeah, so I'll, I'm going to ruin your segue and go back to what I was <laughs> doing. Uh, because oh, yeah. on Friday night, um, I went to Leeds University Student Union to watch mm. a band called mm. the Dubioza Collective. And they are a Serbian ska band. I love it already. Um, no, they're not. But this is how the, well, it was where the plot thickens. So I worked on a Serbian beer brand a few years ago called Lav, which is English for toilet, but Serbian for lion. Um, and it basically it's uh, the Serbs bought Lohenbrau, the German beer. Oh, yeah, can yeah. with a lion on it. They bought the recipe yeah, yeah. and just made it in Serbia and also called it lion. Nice. Same yeah. as Lohan. Um And I worked on it. It's a Carlsberg brand. I worked for Carlsberg. Yeah, I yeah. went so I visited Serbia. Went to the uh, the brewery. Learned all about the local customs and stuff. And then we're making this um, kind of like brand video for them. Yeah, they yeah. found this band and they had all this music and it was like all it was kind of like a cross between folk and. Um, and Scar, and it was great, and they were all like in a football kit. I was like, "This is this is a hundred percent. This is great. This is nailed. They've nailed yeah, it. Yeah. Um, they've got the spirit. It was all dead positive, but like with a sort of like edgy political twist and stuff. It's like fantastic. So presenting to the client, they're loving it. They're getting into it, and then this music kicks in, and I've like it's like a whole presentation with like sound and the video and effects and stuff. And all the faces drop in the room. It's like oh, that's a bit weird. They're not like it. Not Scar fans or something like that. Turns out they're Bosnian, not Serbian. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. And although that's next door, it's kind of as if there's some sort of uh, strange political thing happened in the 90s where maybe they're not so keen on uh, (laughs) not being able to make the distinction between those two countries. Anyway, fuck that. Shit client. Uh, Went to watch them on Friday night. Literally, no hyperbole, the best gig I've been to in 10 years. Fucking incredible. It was like a cross between... Madness and Ramstein, and it's a, it sounds almost like uh, Ross Kaja. Yes, which yeah. is yeah, 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 like that. Um, and they had a bit of shtick, like they all wear football kits, and like they come on stage, and like one of them dresses as a robot, and there's like a sax player and stuff. So fun, great tunes. Um, they were meant to enter Eurovision this year for Bosnia, but Bosnia didn't have any money, <laughs> and they'd made a song and everything. But they literally yeah. couldn't even afford to fucking fly them fucking or whatever hell. or send them to the... So yeah, yeah. at the gig, there was like a jar, a collection jar for next year. So it's like, we've already got the song. Oh my we, just God. Need to, we just need to get to the competition. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so I if really you don't know the a Collective, get on Spotify, the class, but the videos are even better. And if there's a gig near you, go and see them. Highly recommend. Can you, can you do me a favor? Can you send me that name yes. on Messenger or something? Because... I cannot spell it, uh, and I will have forgotten by the time we get out of this podcast. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Um, well, hopefully we'll we'll get to see them in on Eurovision there next year, which segues beautifully oh. into the topic that I'd segue. Double segue. You destroyed the segue. Um, double segue. Uh, but yeah, so Al, I'm going to let you do it because you were talking about you. You came up with the idea, and I've. Segwayed twice, and that's all of my you brain. You segwayed your brain out of it. Um, yeah, so it was just <laughs> obviously cliche. I'm getting old. Time moves faster. The years come around a lot quicker. Um, yeah. But the fact that the MOT is due tomorrow, I'm like, but I only did it a month ago. I'm like, oh no, shit, it yeah. was a year ago. And and then I started to think about what I'd what I've done with that car, and in that car, mm. and the adventures I've been on, and the places I've gone, and. You know, it ticked over a thousand, a hundred thousand, you know, last week. And yeah. a lot has happened in that year when I actually stop and think about it. It's just that sort of reactionary thing to go, oh, you know, there's no way it's been a year. Um, yeah. And then, you know, I start to think about like the camping adventures I've been on, the journeys down to the forge, uh, Dr. Malty's wedding, you know, all yeah. these places I've been in the car. Um, and actually, a year is not long enough. Um, And then again, I think, I think because it's kind of summer's kicking in, I'm starting to think about 
all the other things that happen in a year and the sort of the season the seasonality of it um yeah a big one for me is like the garden and everything just within i don't know 10 days has gone from dead to two meters yeah. high <laughs> like it's yeah. insane like seeded the lawn got my scarifier out as we discussed last week <clears throat> um got rid of all the moss seeded it and it was like nothing happened and then today I've gone out and there's just grass everywhere and it's amazing and it's just like this happened so quickly um <laughs> and, it's all, and, and it won't happen until the temperature's right and it won't happen until yeah. the humidity's right but then when it does boom um and all these lovely things throughout the year and I think yes you can discuss it in on January the 1st and talk about what you're going to achieve in the year and or or, or you could be businessy about it and discuss it at the end of the financial year in April mm. it's like no like what 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 can you get done throughout a year and what changes and what like um how do you approach things differently you know brett what's it like in the freezing cold versus the roasting hot versus dark all the time versus light in the middle of the night how does that change your workflow how does it change how you approach things um because for me it's it, so many things happen throughout the year right this year feels I mean, it's it's always quite different, right? Especially since I really only hit the reset button a couple of years back. But this is the first time I've been in MySpace. Um, MySpace, yeah, add me. Um, one of the cool things about it is literally cool. Oh, I wasn't trying to make a pun, but I have air conditioning this year. And so yesterday, you know, uh, in, in previous summers that i've been out here i can't really work in the middle of the day like be over here work in the middle of the day it's hot as hell i didn't have any kind of moving air inside so even when i was working on the shower and the bathroom stuff in the house last year i was just roasting i was sweating all over everything it was disgusting and i was completely wrecked at the end of every single day because i had just gotten overworked and dehydrated so Having the amenities that I have this time around, I'm able to do things here all day long. And because I just don't sleep, the sun comes up at five o'clock or something like that. And I have these two big windows. So the sun, whether I beat it to the punch or if I just wake up when it comes through the windows, doesn't really matter because it starts my days really early. But because it's Joshua Tree and the way that the summer months go, here soon, it's going to be 9 p.m. before the sun actually goes down completely. So that means from 5 a.m. to 9 o'clock at night, there is an opportunity to have visible outdoor space, you know. Um, the heat doesn't really dissipate, but it's something that now, seasonally, I have to be really aware of. Like the wind working outside, we get these crazy high desert winds out here. You have to work around that kind of thing. And, you know, last year was I was like, oh, it's kind of crappy and windy i'll work inside on something or i'll work in you know ben and jess's garage or something like that i don't have a garage out here so i should be really mindful of how my schedule is um but because i have a lot more of my own work going on uh like stuff that i just legitimately have to focus on and can produce here now that i have electric and the air conditioner and everything I can pace my day accordingly. Yes, I can still work seven days a week. I'm trying not to, to alleviate the burnout. But this is the first time that I've gotten to experience this little bit of a seasonal change and how my workflow is going to change within that, you know. It's pretty dark and pretty chilly during the winters out here. So at the end of the year, I was having a little bit more time kind of motivating myself to either work outside or... You know, getting into the forge wasn't a problem because I could keep it hot, but then like it would get late and it would get real chilly. The wind would kick up. So to not talk about the weather too much <laughs> as it adheres to this seasonal schedule, I I do feel like this is the first real season I've had out here. Like I'm in my own space. I know what my schedule can be. So I'm starting to develop those new, what are the new... What would you call that? What's the new schedule? I'm trying to think of another or a better term for it, but yeah, yeah. this is the first time I've had to develop this new schedule. Yeah, I get you, but like, yeah, I, just thinking about like the 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 making world and sort of craft versus like my day job. My day job is is like almost calendar agnostic. It's just the same fucking yeah. routine. Doesn't matter what time of year it is. Doesn't matter what 
day it is, no matter what hour of the day it is, it's the same. And you're, you're pretty much in the same environment. I mean, the only thing that changes is sometimes, like, client budgets will sort of funnel yeah. towards Evan the end flow. of the oh, Well, no, right. they, they will bottleneck towards <laughs> the, the end the of rush. the financial year, right? And then it's like, ah, panic, I need everything for the end of April. Um, but other than that, nothing really changes. Like, sometimes we'd be fucked because we can't do a photo shoot because of the yeah. light or something and or you know like we create a lot of signage for a brand but then you can't go out and shoot it because it's miserable and windy and wet so like you can't get nice yeah. um social media content or you can't do a case study on a brand yeah you know we've done some beautiful uh like we did the food truck for the guys but you can't use yes. it because it's winter so it's only yeah. when it became summer and they could actually get out and go. It's like, oh, fuck, this looks great. And then they can promote it. And then all of a sudden, boom, it's super popular. Um, but other than that, kind of my actual day-to-day job is very kind of, yeah, calendar agnostic. But then I'm thinking about, like, getting stuff done and making stuff. It's like, I can't paint anything until a certain time of the year. I can't glue anything until mm-hmm. a certain time of the year. I can't, you know, <laughs> the wood is all soaking wet outside. I can't use it until X. I can't use my yeah. tools. I can't work on the car because it's pissing down in rain. And all of a sudden, it's like this time of year. Now I'm like, boom, I can, like you, Brett, the daylight thing is a huge thing. But also just yeah. the weather. Like, I can get shit done that I can't get done during the winter. And not yeah. just because it's I mean, cold. I, <laughs> yeah. I say I, I'm in a very similar situation. Like, I, I was over my um, my parents. Uh, I'm trying to glue uh, metal weekend. together. It must be a fucking nightmare during the winter. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was over at my dad's uh, um, the weekend. Uh and again, with uh, being able to work on stuff, I was like, right, I need to come over one day this week and basically clear out everything that's been piled up on top of the truck so that I can start working on that again because you know I can actually go over there um, whilst it's light enough to see what I'm doing and not have to wear six layers because it's fucking <laughs> ice storms again. Um, and like even to the point where I could theoretically come back on a like Monday or a Wednesday grab Murph and go straight over to my dad's and work on it um, in the evening as well, because there's, there's enough daylight. Um, so yeah, it makes a huge difference, but for us, like our, our work schedule has always been massively dictated by, um, by the time of year. So like, you know, from September, October, we start building up all the Christmas stock and we're rushed with that. But from um, like April through to September, we're rammed with um festivals and things like that so traditionally like it we just had these really really busy spots whereas now it's it's kind of leveled out but it's not really eased off so it's just we're going full tilt all the time all the time um so yeah it's kind of it's a bit weird trying to find a balance with that especially because in in the summer i kind of like because we're not doing the festivals, I mean we're gonna we're gonna be doing a couple, but we're not doing anything like we were. I kind of want to have some more time off to actually enjoy the the summer and go out and do the things that or go to festivals as a customer rather than as a um, as someone that's working. Like and things like um, yeah, but but like even just going to the fucking beach. Like I want to be able to do that stuff. Um, whereas I was like, well, because like, well, we're not doing festivals, you guys could come in on a Saturday and work. I'm like, or I could not. I could, mm-hmm. I, I could go and enjoy my life. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting the way that the, um, the kind of seasons change that as well. Cause during the winter, I'm not going to lie. I'm quite happy to work six days a week because I don't, I'm, what else am I going to do? Like, I'm not going to go outside and enjoy being cold and wet. <laughs> I mean, when, when, when you talk, when you talk about festival season, you mean like when you talk, yeah. When, when you <laughs> When you lot yeah. talk about festival season, you mean kind of like autumn, Christmas, selling things at Christmas fairs, September. Oh, no, I mean, until... no, no, I, I mean, because uh, that's market oh, season. Oh, market season. For, yeah, for me, festival season is, uh, like I said, um, April right, to yeah. So, yeah, September. So that's, because that's, that's what I think of the... it as. But yeah. then you've got market season. But then again, c- yeah. catering has ruined me because that was yeah. another seasonally agnostic thing. You just you just in yeah. a kitchen all year. <laughs> Not yeah. nothing changes apart from Christmas is really busy. The menu and you do you know Christmas parties or whatever. 
Um, but yeah. summer's busy every every time of year is busy. Um, but then I w- also worked in um, like a, a tourist place where literally we would shut down for six months of the year, li- literally closed. Yeah. And yeah. all we'd be doing is like treading water until the new season would start again. Um, and so seasonality is totally different wherever you, wherever you are. Um, but just thinking about those things that get you through it. And I, I was reading a book on uh, the NFL. And yes. I did my dissertation on, on uh, NFL brands. And it was super interesting to read about the, the year in NFL. So obviously the year starts the day after Super Bowl. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the Super Bowl being the end. Of, well, ignore the Pro Bowl, but Super Bowl being the end of the season, and literally the very next day they start again, and yeah. all all behind the scenes and all the admin and all the training and all the kind of the the, the cogs of that machine. I mean, it's a, it's a fucking machine, you know. It's, it's we yeah, see yeah. the entertainment and the sport, but it is a it is a machine, um, and they start again. And they have all these things that they have to do depending on the time of year, depending on like when universities finish and everything that goes with it and all the things that are connected to it. And there's all these cogs linking together and all that stuff that is like uh, external things that affect you throughout the year. I just just find it when you actually break it down and and these things do affect you and do affect your process. And like Brett says, your, your, your schedule or your agenda for the year, it's like, fuck, there's a lot going on. So to say, yeah. oh, year's gone round again. It's like, yeah, but look how much has happened. <laughs> but I think that's like one of the things as well because it's it's really easy to uh, um, get a bit disheartened because you you look back at a year and you know, you you think, oh, fuck, I haven't achieved achieved anything because my to do list is still so long. But then when you you break it down, you look at all the the small things that you've actually achieved and like the little things that you've learned and like I can do this this year whereas last year I couldn't or whatever. Yeah. Like the, all that adds up and i think it is very easy to um not see the wood for the trees sort of thing like to to kind of be sat there going oh, i haven't achieved anything <laughs> this year when you you have like if you if you look at all the 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 little things that you do whether it's day to day or week to week or you know those like every time you you do a job it gets it always gets replaced on the to-do list like that's <laughs> that's just the the way the world works so you always feel like your to-do list is never ending but like it, it's almost worth having a done list. Like these are all the things that I've done this year. Like there was a horrible Pinteresty sort of thing uh, a little while back that was going around where it was someone um, they had a like a jar uh, on their mantelpiece, and throughout the year, like every day, they they put something in that they'd achieved that day, um, and so it meant that then at any point during the year, if they felt like oh shit. Yeah, you know, I'm not achieving anything, or I'm feeling really down, or whatever. They they were able to go into that jar and pull something out and be like, "I I have achieved stuff. I've done this. I've done this. I've done this," and like have like evidence of the fact that they've they've achieved a load of stuff. Um, which yeah, I'm not saying you necessarily need to do that, but I think it is worth kind of being able to look back on your year and remember the things that you have achieved and you have learnt, rather than just focusing on what you haven't, which is far too easy for us especially as makers because there's like i say there's always that that huge to-do list i'm i'm, I'm gonna brett my own trumpet for a, for a moment here but like it was it was like um lockdown yeah i, I, I can't be the only one but I, I felt so fucking guilty that i wasn't achieving anything i was um you know i i got i got fur- furloughed for a point and like you just it, yeah. you felt like you couldn't go out you couldn't help people you couldn't meet people you couldn't function yeah. like you could normally but then i look back it's like no i built a suit of armor i built a fucking five meter oak table i yeah. restored a car <laughs> and 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 other things um, yeah and I, th- I think i think i don't know if it's a like a, a a psychological thing or like a human condition thing but i don't think we allow ourselves to realize how much we do it, mm. and it, I, I don't know if the seasonality i don't know if it's, you know if it's like a defense mechanism or something i know maybe speak to some sort of psychologist but there must be <laughs> there must be something in our brains that stop us from remembering the things we do throughout the seasons you know it yeah. might be a way of, of keeping us going throughout the season that we think it's gone super fast or something i don't know but when you actually like if you stop and look down through the list the way we do it every week like what do you go and yeah. then i and then i forget 
It's like, oh shit, no, yeah. we also did this. Oh fucking no, we also did this. Like, you get yeah, loads yeah. done in a week. Imagine that for a year. I seem, we seem to, well, I'm guilty of it, not not giving myself enough credit for what what you can achieve in a year. Yeah. It's, it's like you say, you're always looking at, we always tend to look at what's next and what's still to still yeah. to be done. Or, it's, or, it's, or, or do we focus than... on things that we didn't get done that year? Oh, fuck. Yeah. I was going to do this this year, but I didn't. Yeah. So, ergo, yeah. I've done I... nothing. <laughs> it's like, no, yeah, you've done exactly. fuck loads. Brett, Brett's built a yeah. house. <laughs> yeah. And a like, workshop. I mean, it, it, yeah. It, it, and it would be so easy for, for Brett to go, oh, fuck. Uh, and, and done a day job. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, it, like I say, it'd be so easy for him to go like, oh, but I haven't yeah. done this one other thing. Yeah. Like, oh, I didn't, I didn't get no, around to making another video game character video, so yeah. I've done nothing <laughs> yeah. all year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, I think that is a... It's what it feels like sometimes, though. I mean, I, I completely yeah. agree with you, and I know there is a... There's psychological terminology for this kind of thing, um, because it's kind it's of in the same... <laughs> yeah, it's kind of in the same ballpark as being a... Uh, creating a list just so you can cross those things off and get that little like endorphin yeah. rush, right? We want to, we get a lot of satisfaction from seeing those lists being crossed off as off, or there are a certain type of personality that appreciates that kind of thing. But it's not like I keep those lists. I do like crossing things off of my list, but I don't keep maybe them. You should. Once they're done, I throw them in the garbage. <laughs> so you're, maybe I should. Maybe that could be a fun little thing, right? I throw them in the jar like Steve's talking about. But I was going to say, because Laura has those, like all of her um, sketchbooks and, and notebooks and everything. She keeps all of them, doesn't she? So she has like a huge stack of, of notebooks. Because it's really easy to look at like, look at what you've done in a year and look back and go, oh, I haven't achieved anything. But if you, you look back and you go, oh, fuck. Like, so Steve, you know, you know, your, 12 you know your fridge timetable. Al's yeah. coming down picture of penis yeah. picture of poo yeah this that's is that weekly a bi-weekly it's a it's a weekly right. one but i don't use it very you, well you i think it? it's okay. still got it seems to be quite yeah. accurate when i visit but do you have a, an actual uh, annual calendar anywhere physical? uh on my no, a, uh physical, not a physical but no. have you got a physical calendar no right is it a man thing are all the women listening <laughs> to this episode going what the fuck are they on about? <laughs> all the women I know that are competent, yeah, <laughs> have calendars. <laughs> but so we've got a massive, uh, we've got a wall planner at home that's got like a full year on at home. At fucking hell, that's that's a depressing Freudian slip. Uh, <laughs> at work, <laughs> at work. Um, yeah. So we've got a massive wall planner that's got the full full year on it, and I keep thinking that I should really get one for at home because. I like when you write everything down on there. Like all of a sudden, you go, "Fuck!" Yeah, there's a I mean. lot on this. That's year. what I'm talking about. And yeah, that's actually quite a good idea. So maybe, maybe, maybe I should get a a, a wall planner for the whole of the year. Well, cause... I don't want to. I don't want to throw it out there and bolster what we've already got challenge wise going on with the boat <laughs> project. But I do feel like there could be a an opportunity for like make a cool calendar Ooh. or some type of annual i don't know record keeping situation that maybe isn't a calendar mm. right challenge the idea of the calendar maybe it doesn't have to be a day-to-day 365 calendar, tiny little bottles in a rack and you write the little thing that happened in the day and put it with a little cork in the bottle Boop. <laughs> amazing so i happen to be collecting a shit ton of bottles currently or i have a bunch of old antique glass bottles i don't know they're kind of small, or they're far away. I can't tell. They're in the kitchen right now. <laughs> Maybe they're being different is, is the charm. Yeah. Huh. You can have big ones for like weekends and little ones for weekdays or something like that. <laughs> Definitely not going to fill this up during the weekday. But the weekends, <laughs> the weekends are gigantic. I like this, though. Uh, I'll say it again just to reiterate. I like the idea of challenging a calendar. And maybe that's what it is, hmm. Al. It's less about the... Uh, <laughs> men versus women dynamic or just the whatever personality type likes to be more I, organized. I mean I mean people who are sensible and people who are not sensible as well. Yeah. I don't mean men and yes. women. <laughs> right. But I I think it has more to do with like I don't like calendar I just don't like calendars. I've never been the biggest fan of them. It's always just like some piece of artwork or maybe you get a Jackman calendar because you like looking at silly pictures of Paul Jackman. But 
I've ne- I've never really liked calendars. I've never gone into a place and gone, mm, that is a good looking calendar. It has well, that dates but again, designed in that, such a way. Is that a subconscious thing that you actually don't like the thought of a year yeah. or the thought of planning a year? Yeah. Because I don't I don't like calendars and I don't like thinking about a year. See, I I love the the wall planners. I just don't want one in the house because it would fill me with anxiety because every time I walk past it, I'd be like, fuck, I've got so many things I've got to do on that. (laughs) Yeah, like, fuck. But um, so just very quickly, I will say that we've had quite a few people. I know, I'm I'm, I'm just saying this and then you can go. Uh, I will say we've had a lot of people throughout the many years that we've been that I say we, that you two have been doing thumbnails, mostly Yao, uh, that have requested a uh, Fools with Tools calendar with the thumbnails on it. There you go. Um, and that could be quite cool because you could have like four thumbnails per month. Well, give it... No, I just picked top 12. One a day. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. It's a fair point. Uh, right. Crap, Steve, you fucking... Oh, sorry, me. Brett. We forgot. Ah... Uh, I had something uh, did, really did you get distracted funny. because someone else was talking? No, is fuck it, you. It's almost like it that was. thing that you guys do to me every fucking week. I'm not paying attention to what you're saying. So I <laughs> I know the thing that gets me about it. And I'll just, I'll pin it on somebody else. I will project this onto Alton Brown teaching me about unitaskers. A yearly calendar serves one purpose for 365 days and then gets fucked off. That's what I don't like about it. Because it can only exist as a record for one calendar year. And it's whatever pieces of paper of mass-produced nonsense. I've never liked them for a multitude of reasons. But really, all it comes down to is I can only use it for a year. And if I don't record all of my things and I do a bad job of utilizing this calendar, then I genuinely spend however many dollar monies on... (laughs) 14 sheets of paper and then threw them in the garbage. Like that sucks. Yeah. I hate that feeling. Yeah. I've had, I've had power tools that are on their last leg and I'll use them until they completely burn out and they've, they've gone for four or five years. At least that's serving a purpose for more than legitimately a calendar year. Yeah. See, uh, the thing that I struggle with calendars is a, the fact that pronouncing it, I've got nowhere to put one up. Uh, yeah. And also the fact that I, if I've got one at home, I won't update it because someone will tell me something. I'll be like, right, okay, yeah, I'll put that on a calendar. By the time I've got home, I've forgotten it. I, I've forgotten it even exists. That's why I make massive use of, of the Google one because I've got it on my phone. I can just quickly put it in. And even then, half the time, I still have to message Jamie and be like, what was that thing I was supposed to do? And um, <laughs> so, yeah, Jamie I like... Is I, your secretary. <laughs> the yeah, last few episodes you just keep yeah. referencing that you drop notes to jamie <laughs> like it, it's like he he's he's my minder i guess like i just he's my carer i just <sighs> like jamie can, can you remind me to do the thing um but yeah so like i i really struggle with um remembering to to do stuff and remember like if someone tells me something i'll have every intention of writing it down on the cal- on my calendar but by the time i get home i've, I've forgotten it um so if I've got a calendar at home, it's never in sync with my electronic one and it's never up to date and there's always stuff missing and I'll look at it and go, oh, I'm free that weekend. So I'll plan something for that weekend only to find out, oh no, I've got three other things booked in, so I can't. Um, so that's why I just, I stick with the electronic one because it's much, much easier for me to update on the fly. Um, what would be really nice is having a, like a nice framed display that then displayed the electronic calendar. That's what I want. There you go. Yeah. And, and then it lasts longer than a year, Brett. Yep. And I, it, I love and you, this you know, idea. You could do a little bit of coding so it displays it oh. nicely. You could have it so that it it had a, a pretty picture on it whenever you wanted or whatever, but it's always got that calendar there. I would really appreciate having something I'd go over like 10% that. for that. I, I, <laughs> you know what? I'd... <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and invest in your idea. Uh, welcome to Shark Tank. Should, should we should we not uh, put this episode out and actually just create <laughs> this and make millions? I mean, um, I I know things like this exist because they make those smart mirrors. Mm, yeah, Samsung fridges. Have we yeah. have we actually discussed like the the year over year? Or are we just talking about calendars now? Sorry, it's calendars, calendar year. Yeah, okay, about it. It. yeah. All right. 
When, when, when have we ever stayed on topic? Like, I don't, I don't even know why you're talking, talking about editing this out. Any pun subject. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in fact, there was the, the message from Caro uh, on this week's episode. Like, hang on, did you guys really stay on topic for an entire hour? And it was about boats? <laughs> I like boats. It's easy when we actually appreciate the thing we're talking about. But Steve, I think... I think your idea or your your joint idea that you guys are coming up with right now of this more digital friendly, but some kind of templated thing where I can put in my own imagery and have this digital calendar that I can update from any of my smart devices or something. That makes a ton of sense to me because I do write physical notes to myself, kind of a weekly to-do list. If I can remember, I have... Uh, the notes Ooh, app have it linked in my up with phone. your Google Notes as well. What is it? Go ahead. Yeah, so you have uh, your so you have your, your display and it's linked up to your whether it's your iCalendar or your uh, Google Calendar, and it's also linked up to like I use Google Keeps, so have it linked up to that as well. So it'll just display all your notes at the side of it or underneath it or whatever. And at the end, you'd get a year in review. And it yeah. shows you the things you actually did, not just the pictures you put on Facebook. Yeah. You could use a calendar as, basically, as a diary. So you don't write in what's coming up. At the end of the day, you go, you know, I did this today, I did that today, I did whatever today. And you keep it. And that... Well, that I, I was thinking of it's like a scrapbook. You use it almost like a diary. Yeah. And it's, it's Yeah, it's the things you did that year as a book. Well, that that is less anxiety-riddled than a daunting thing that is happening. Yeah. It's like, no, this is me capturing the year. There you go. Yeah. Re- rethink what a calendar's for. Yeah. Ooh, that's great. Because challenging... Spiffing. Alphonse, do you have an order? Yes, is spa. Bar, which means I'm going to go first, and I um, I don't actually. I think it might be a respear or at least a re-mention. Come around once um, again. Yeah, exactly. Call back. Um, uh, Who but did obviously the thing we, we were talk talking about... about in the episode. Oh, oh my god! You, you done? No. Oh. <laughs> it's not allowed to be excited. I'm talking. Um, yeah. So the. Oh, fuck, what was I saying? I've lost my train of thought. Should See, this is what... Fucking, yeah. Dick. Uh, so, yes, because we were talking about the whole year and season- seasonality and all of that sort of stuff, um, obviously, I can't believe we, we went an entire episode talking about seasonality and didn't talk about food. Um, so, to rectify that, I'm going to spiff uh, Delicious Mag UK. Um, they it, it is an actual magazine, but I just look at their instagram profile um because it's full of delicious looking food hence the name um and it's quite good because it is obviously it's it will do it seasonally um so like at the moment they've got loads of like salads and summer stuff and barbecue things and um their latest one is a uh like a massive pavlova cake thing that looks fucking incredible i mean it looks like diabetes but I want it. Um, And it was uh, a post they did um, a few days ago where it was just like strawberries and cream, but like a really ridiculous strawberries and cream sort of thing, uh, which made me, was it Sunday night? um, I had, I I made myself some, oh, they were so good. Uh, I made uh, chicken thighs with maple syrup and cumin and uh, a little bit of, chili and a little bit of cayenne pepper to give it a little bit of kick but oh it was so good because like the the maple syrup caramelized and the skin went all crispy and well it was it was delicious um and because obviously that wasn't enough uh sugar um right before going to bed i then had a you know you get like the small like quarter pint um pots of double cream i had one of them whipped that up and then just put put a load of uh, raspberries, blueberries, and like the ready-made meringue nests in a bowl, crunched it all up, and just basically like a 
an eating mess sort of thing and oh, it was fucking amazing uh ate the entire thing murphy was very disappointed because he thought he was going to get some he did get to lick the bowl clean though so he's happy um but yeah uh delicious mag on instagram go and look it and go look at it look at it uh don't look and it. go look it <laughs> look it no look in uh <laughs> i fucking love soap um <laughs> Yeah, go and look at it and then make yourself some delicious food. So, delicious mag on Instagram. There you go. Uh, Brett, you are next. Right. Uh, Reese Biff, pseudo Reese Biff. Also, those peanut butter cookies. Sorry. Uh, so, I sent them to uh, Kiel as well. You know the, the peanut butter cookies I sent you, Brett? <laughs> so, shut up. The, the, the peanut butter, co- peanut butter time, cookie please. recipe. What, what, what are they? Peanut butter cookie. Uh, I sent it to Brett and it's like peanut butter, sugar and an egg and uh, I sent it to Kiel as well in one of the group chats and then uh, Jan made some and apparently they're fucking incredible so oh, good. I, good. I need to make them right yes sorry yes carry on oh my turn yay so I'm it's it's like an adjacent spiff adjacent re-spiff everybody needs to go and watch Chris of Rope Nine Signs Root Root nine, yes. nine signs. Go watch him and his interview on Adam Savage's Tested. So I'm sure the majority of the listeners watch the Tested channel, but one of our friends was featured on it just a couple of days ago. Yeah, he and was. And congrats to Chris. Uh, I know well he was super excited well. to do that. Yeah, very well deserved. And I just, I love seeing the multitude of them in the small space, right? Because usually we just get to see the photos on Instagram of just the singular item next to the thing that it's referencing, which is always neat to see it so small. But this was like a dozen of them all on the table and just Norm talking about them. Uh, It was really enjoyable. So tested, I, I tip my cap to them for Norm meeting Chris and them making all of that happen and, and, Congrats to Chris for doing all of that. So, yeah, that's Good my job. spiff. Go um, watch that one video, and I will put it in the yeah. show notes. Yeah, don't even worry about anything else. Literally, just go watch that one because it's a good shout. Yes. Um, and saying that, yeah, I've been super into the idea of doing dioramas recently, and I think I might have to start making some because. Oh, saying that, uh, Brett. After we finished, I need to get the name of that channel that you spiffed that did the really cool dioramas a little while back and i because I, I was trying to find it the other day and i couldn't remember what the fuck it was called the lasso um, something yes I'll find yes it for you. we'll do that we'll do that afterwards uh yes. al what about you what would who what or who would you like to spiff? It might be a recent spiff you might have spiffed this person steve but uh let me cast your mind back a couple of years um to the good life festival uh, yes run by charlie Gladstone? Yes. Very yep. nice yeah. upper middle class rich gentleman. Um mm-hmm. well his daughter Zan or Xanthi X A N T H E Gladstone. Um who I went and begged some vegetables and chickens off because I yes. had to cook and was not because surprise surprise Al was in charge. I had no ingredients to cook with. Um, so, other Al. Um, Zan is basically a food writer, for want of a better term, yeah. um, and plans out the whole year and celebrates the seasons and all the food and grows all, all, all her own food. Um, very sort of homesteading, sustainable, um, but really celebrates that. Yeah. Eating the right food at the right time of the year. Goes... That's some massive rhubarb. Yeah, exactly. That time of year. Um, <laughs> and really embraces, you know, here's, here, here's when you have loads of abundance and you have loads of yeah. stuffy face. Here's when you're really frugal and you pickle things and you make them last for that year yeah. and stuff like that. Um, so it's all very wholesome and righteous and healthy, um, but the food is fucking great. And she's obviously got lots of good stories to tell about food. Um, and there's yeah. doggos every now and again dotted throughout the story. But if you want to know about growing your own veg, making your own bread, pickling your own pickles, um, go and follow Zan because she's great. Xanthi Gladstone. All one word. What? 
What is that on the cinnamon buns? Why is there green things on uh, cinnamon buns? Oh. Matcha tea? I don't know. That's healthy. Yeah, I think it. I think it's it might be like a really unhealthy thing covered in something healthy. I don't know. Yeah. Looks great. Probably tastes um, great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I wasn't following her, so that I'm I'm giving Lots her a follow of now. Poached eggy wigs um, and crusty yeah, bread. And, eggs. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, and ducklings. Well, apparently, she pretends she's vegetarian, but then every now and again, there's just like delicious fish and meat and stuff. So it's like. <laughs> Uh, awesome. I would cool. say I would uh, say that's she's a really the good English um, Anne of all trades. Nice. I like it. Um, cool. Right. Uh, is there any other business? Uh, Jim and I, or me and Jim, are building a boat. Um, Fuck off. Uh, and it's a twenty-five foot abandoned, uh, <laughs> real size. <laughs> Basically, you know yes. the little benchy boat, Brett, that I, everyone prints I, out. I know the exact boat. Um, when they get a 3D printer, they print the little benchy. Yeah. It's, it's basically a real version of that. It's a real boy version of that. Yeah. It's just mm. been abandoned in his farmyard. Mm, that is good. Um, yes. Uh, Brett, did you say you had some AB as well? Yeah, I want everyone to keep their ears to the ground, eyes on the prize, because I was just told... Because of my my crawl, is this another Ponzi scheme that I had? Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the pyramid starts with Steve and goes down. It's a reverse funnel technique. Um, I've heard there is a Willow series coming to Disney Plus. So if anybody, based on the amount of messages I got from classic eighties movies yesterday. Warwick, Warwick Davis is taking the lead and doing a Willow series. I have all they did was put out like a little teaser for it, and it's just Warwick talking to a bunch of the young actors, and they're making a total laugh at how young they all are and how none of them were even born when the movie came out. That was hysterical. So I have no idea what tone this thing's gonna have, but they're making a Willow thing, and I'm a little. Yep. <laughs> I think they're pretty I'm far hopeful. along with it as well. I think they are too. Yep. I think it's like it's on Disney Plus being touted that like coming soon. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, but the only reason I even bring it up is for anyone that couldn't put it together or doesn't know, it is one of my favorite movies from childhood. And unfortunately, Val Kilmer cannot be involved in this due to his health circumstances. But oh my gosh, I'm legitimately excited. And I want nice. other people to be excited as well. Because that could be one of those resurgent ones that maybe it's the right time. I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> we'll see. It could be good. I've That's I've it. got I've got a, a, a crouton of AOB. Um mm-hmm. quasi callback to Steve's Love Death Robots cream earlier. Yes. Um there's a Fools with Tools Easter egg in the three robots episode. And you have to find it. What, in the latest season? I'm going to have to rewatch will, it now, aren't I? You will stumble across it and be pleasantly chortling to yourself. <laughs> I've got a feeling that I, there was a couple of things that I laughed at. I was like, ah, I recognize that. So I probably, I probably saw it and then forgot it. Um, nice. Cool. Okay. I will go and watch that again now because... In Three Robots Exit Strategies is the episode, I think. Yeah. Wait, when you say Easter egg, like, what does that mean? You've got to watch it, Brett. When you see it, you'll know. I want screen grabs in the Facebook group. First one to find it wins. uh, uh, First one to find it wins a catering-sized jar of peanut butter-filled pretzels. I took a photo of it. Don't spoil it. put it. No, I I just want to make sure that I'm on the right. See, so you uh, actually thing, do so know what I'm talking you. about. You'd already forgotten. <laughs> I tried to take a photo, yeah, but it went I, too quickly. Uh, is it? Yep. <laughs> is it that? <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. Uh, yeah, because I was going to put it in the Facebook group and be like, no, no, "Oh my let, god!" Let, let the people, let the people find it. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Cool. All right. Uh, we did the AOB, didn't we? 
If you want to find us, you can find us in all of the usual social media places. You can find me at Moonshine Metalworks. You can find Brett at Skull and Spade 13. And you can find Al at Al's Hack Shack. It came around too quickly. Ah, for throw's sake. Al's Callback Shack! There we go. Uh, and if you want to find us as a group, then we are FTT Podcast or Fools with Tools in a couple of places. Um... But yeah, that's it. So until next time, uh, don't leave it a year until you listen to us again. Uh, Listen to us every week because we put out episodes most weeks. Kind of. Maybe. We did did have quite a a regular schedule and then we changed to recording on Tuesdays and now they just come out whenever. Uh, So, um, sorry, but we still love you. Bye. Bye!